of the internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. It is I, the one, the only Reverend Godfather, a.k.a. the Martinsburg Madman, a.k.a. this show's frontman and main host. And welcome back to yet another anniversary bonus episode that we are kind of doing here at the Long Coat Mafia Podcast over the next couple of weeks up until our anniversary week which I'll probably drop something special the day before we do that anniversary episode. But still, that's still a month away or so. But for now, kind of as promised last week, I think, kind of, sort of, is the, not the anniversary, that that's what this is, the Podcast 101 panel. Because I want to give this out there to kind of, explain to all of you what goes into a making a podcast in regards to what smaller podcasts like myself and a few others tend to do and how we started up. So not to mention in this episode because the intro music is the same that I've been using over the past few years. I'm going to cut it out and use something different so you could definitely Kind of something different than hearing intro music, this intro, another intro music, and me introducing the panel. And this panel took place in 2018, the fall of 2018. So, either way, George, cue the music. We'll be right back with more of the Long Coat Mafia podcast. You're listening to the Long Coat Mafia. Capiche? He's up. Ah! Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Long Cup Mafia Podcast. It is I, the Reverend Godfather, and this week I have Concrud. That's right, I got Concrud. So please bear with me if I don't sound as energetic as I should be. And that being said, as well, uh, I want to let you know there is some news I need to share, and it's going to have to wait until after everything is said and done for me to share that with you it is general geek news that i want to get off my uh get out there to all of you but the thing is i want to get the main topic out of the way and that being that this week is a panel episode no please stick with us stick with us it is not a paracon panel episode this week yeah i know it's collective sigh of relief it is a four state comic-con panel episode that i want to share with you this week it's going to be the panel i was on with josh from victims and villains and jordan from those not so super dudes so it was the podcast 101 panel that we did on saturday now that also being said i can't give standard disclaimers that this is not really our content when for the most part it kind of is uh nothing was really boosted or cut out for time now i do have uh well i'll save that for the end of the uh broadcast as well but uh please it's about an hour long hour and change long give or take a few minutes so 
I hope you enjoy it. Here is the panel that I did with Josh from Victims and Villains and Jordan from those not so super dudes. Their links to their shows will be in the description, and I'll uh, because of reasons. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, Josh and Jordan. Uh, but uh, please find Victims and Villains on Facebook. Show them some love, and same thing with uh, those not so super dudes. Show them some love as well by going to their Facebook groups. And or pages and clicking that like button as well as ours. So there's that. So here is that panel episode without any further delay. Welcome everybody to the podcasting 101 or as they, they kind of tell um, told everybody on the schedule list podcast 101. I am the quasi moderator, Chris Lumser, aka the Reverend Godfather from the Long Coat Mafia podcast. Here with me is... I'm Jordan Smith. I'm uh, one of the hosts from Those Not-So-Super Dudes, uh, where we just talk about any and all things comics. And uh, I am Josh. My alter ego is Captain Nostalgia uh, from the show Victims and Villains. We are the marriage between pop culture and suicide prevention. Now, um, the thing is, I've been doing... To give you guys a, a reference point to how long we have three different style knowing just three different styles of podcasting here there are three different ages here right now uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me put it like this i've been running the long coat mafia for a little bit over three years but prior to the long coat mafia podcast 10 years ago i ran a defunct podcast known as the electric eye and that ran for maybe about eight months um jordan Jordan here. I'm trying to remember names. No, you're good, man. You're uh, good. How long have you been doing it? Uh, we just hit our year mark just the other day. So uh, we've actually done a lot more in a year than I ever expected. Like, this is probably the fourth con we've been to just this year. How about you, Josh? Uh, so before I answer, I have a question for you. Is right. your original podcast, the was it called The Electric Guy? Right. Is it the sequel to Electric Boogaloo? No. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh uh, so I've been doing this for about two and a half years. Uh, we started in spring of 2016. And to let you guys know, when I started this round, the Long Coat Mafia, when I started this podcast, I mimicked, I wanted to mimic another podcast because I knew them quasi personally over Xbox Live and Facebook. And that was, the, they're now defunct. I don't. They don't care if I let them know or let everybody know who they were. and But that podcast was Slacker and the Man. They were more of a DJ-esque type podcast, geek-related nonetheless. And uh, my game plan was similar to theirs, meaning that within the first two years, I was planning to have a, at least have a press pass at an event like this or larger uh, by year three having a table on an event, also maybe year four, doing a panel. Sure enough, within my fourth month of starting my podcast, thanks to Matt, I don't know, he's not here, but I'll still give him credit, thanks to Matt, I was covering my first convention and doing my first panel. And by the, my second year, I was set up at a four-state event. And larger events are much, much harder to get into. 
we'll get into that a little bit more in a bit. So, um, Lane Pro like this, starting up a podcast, I don't mean to hog everybody here. We, we have different styles. Uh, a lot of people say you, you need just a laptop. It, yeah, that's part of it. You need a decent microphone other than what's provided on the laptop. Uh, some people say you could, there's a uh, microphone known as a Sony Go, which runs between $30 and $50. Let me show you guys something. I picked this little booger up on Amazon for about 40 bucks. It's a CAD USB condenser mic. Comes with a stand, super long cord. It's been my workhorse for over three years. When I do solo shows or just myself, this is what I use. And I, my, I work underneath the poverty line. I, I will brag that to everybody who comes around that me getting a $40 mic and I saved up for all this equipment here. It was hard for me to do and I did it. And I work on a portable setting. So now I'm not sure what these fellows use or starting out, so we'll go down the table and hear what they have to say. Who wants to go next? I'm gonna, uh, so the way me and my buddy pretty much got started was uh, we, I'll admit we did very, very little research. Uh, I just looked through some apps, some podcast apps and found this app, uh, castbox.fm. Um, which is a really good app. I uh, listen to a bunch of other podcasts on it, and uh, uh, for, they just have an option where you can just like click the recording button and just go. So our, our first 10 episodes were kind of like that. Uh, they, they're not the best sounding quality, but um, since then I've kind of stepped up just a little bit. I uh, bought like a Blue Yeti mic, just a USB mic, plug it into my desktop, and that's basically my entire setup. Uh, right now my portable setup is uh, very limited um, again I'm still working on that I, I literally just record right off my phone um, but it, and it's you don't really think about what it takes to really start a podcast until you actually start it like you think about it you're just like well you just need a few microphones and this and that or whatever and it's essentially yes but it it's a lot harder to do than they make it sound you know what I mean yeah, it, very much so yeah, yeah. I'll let jo uh, Josh yeah man uh, so I actually used to manage bands, so like I had some uh, sound, some some sound assemblance, and so I actually use a, a shore mic when we do in studio, um, and then I use a mic and a converter that my mom got me last year, um, similar to Chris's uh, CAD recorder, and uh, it what you want to do I think I think when you do portable events too uh, that I think a lot of people we were talking about this before we started it don't know is when you plug a three millimeter into a phone or an iPad or a tablet that device is going to recognize it as a, a headset so you're going to get all that background noise from the convention you're going to get all that background noise from the wind or whatever's going on outside and uh, Amazon sells a six dollar converter that you guys can get it's got uh, place to plug in not only the the microphone but also the the headset so you can actually listen along while you do it and it's made a world of difference to it it makes it sound more intimate when you listen to it uh, in its entirety let me put it like this uh, when I covered my first convention again this was three years ago literally three years ago thanks to Matt I my setup I didn't have an app on my phone to record an interview I didn't have, I had my digital recorder with me, which I since lost, but I, dummy me, didn't use it. 
Uh, I was using this and my lap. This is not my laptop. Thanks to Windows updates, my, win my laptop with a sizable chunk of my show, thank God I backed up most of it, is now pretty much bricked thanks to uh, Windows updates. This is on loan. I'm currently, uh, that's why we have a raff, kind of a raffle up our booth right now to help raise funds to get a new laptop. Uh, this laptop here is thanks to my co-host. He had a spare to lo loan me until I'm able to get a new one. But if you go back into our archive three years ago, I'm using this and the laptop we had, and the audio is not pretty. Literally, it's not pretty, but it worked. Uh, because it was getting, like all condenser mics, they're highly sensitive, and they tend to pick up every noise. Oh, yes. In a room like this, it'll pick it up. But one of the troubles I had in regards to recording panels and all that, uh, recently I lucked into, at a con, I was like, listen, I want to, I politely asked, can I cover your show? And they said, sure, why not? We'll even give you a table. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm looking at it's a $60 value. I get to promote my show. And while I was there, I was asking the panelists, can I record your panel for my show? And this is a room about the size of this event center that is completely open. It's like the size of uh, two football fields, both ways. And they had a PA system set up, which this could pick up nice and fine. And a lot of the panelists, at least two that I could, I don't want to mention on air, that I could call out right now, <laughs> they refused, they literally refused to have the, use the PA mic or the mic I had set up on the podium. And what they were doing is, I'll, I'll get up because I got that mic over there. They would get up, come down off the stage like this, sit down talk to the audience like this. Where's the PA mic? Up behind them. Now you use it. And when I went to uh, record, it was just like a flat line like this. I could not boost it at all. And for those of you out there looking to get um, started, the recording, I, don't, I cannot vouch for Josh or my other panelists. Jordan. <laughs> Sorry, is, it, is it that hard uh, to name, Chris? Two <laughs> J's. Uh, I use Audacity. Audacity is completely free. And as you can see, I turned the mic to me, so I'm able to pick myself up. But uh, there are plenty of other recording software out there that costs, but uh, Audacity is the best option for people on a budget. And it's one that most people use, and it's available. I think too that like a lot of like the podcasting communities that like I've gotten to know and other shows that I've gotten to befriend and know over the years like that's audacity is the the way to go um, especially if you don't really know what you're doing like me and Jordan our our first 30 episodes are atrocious <laughs> they're pretty bad uh, so essentially like what we would do is we just use audacity for it um, Audacity, when you update it too, it also has a way to where if you have a, someone is calling in over Skype, you have a way to also record that. Um, if you guys want to also have uh, like some of the stuff that we do, we 
we'll uh, like snippet trailers sometimes when we cover a movie less than like 10 seconds but like you have the you have with audacity you have that option to record straight from the speakers and with um, Skype Skype is the most reliable I know most people don't tend to use it but Skype is the most reliable and there are many both paid and free ways to record through audacity mm -hmm. that are at, that's available to everybody uh, YouTube is your best friend in regards to that um, one of the other free aspects to record other than audacity that comes with most computers I'll say most that is GarageBand, which is available on, I think, uh, comes standard with a lot of Macintoshes. Yep. Uh, but I don't know if they updated it recently, but when I was doing the electric eye, we were only limited to 30 minutes total. Oh, no, you can now you with, with, uh, with that. Like, I'm not a Mac guy, but one of my best podcast friends is. He swears by Apple, and you, now you can record up to, like, four or five hours at a time. So that, that's good. Back when uh, we started, like I said, we started, we were only limited to 30 minutes. That's with um, beginning and end, ending music. And you'll hear, uh, I'm part of three different forums on Facebook. The uh, biggest two is Podcast Discovery Center and Podcasts We Listen To. And basically, <laughs> you when you ask something like, how long should a podcast be? You will start a fight, literally. You'll start a fight. Some people will say, it can't be no more than half an hour. You have others that say, can't be more than an hour. It doesn't matter. The main thing you got to remember is, it's your show. Mm -hmm. If it has to last four hours, it'll let it last four hours. Again, to use the, the, um, them as a kind of an analog, uh, Slacker and the Man, when they were doing it, they initially were a two-hour show. Then they eventually they went up to four hours and they did a poll should we cut it down what should we cut it down to Sh or should we cut it down to should it be an hour two hours or three hours it was equally split amongst their listeners and when we're talking a listener base that was three thousand listeners per week so it doesn't really matter and if you do choose to uh have a opening music for your show may i i don't i can't speak for them but the standard is a minute. Literally, it's a minute. Because after that, you tend to lose a lot of people. I've cut mine down from a minute to 14 seconds. Woo. And I've had, had split mine kind of in half, make yeah. like a shorter yeah. version. Because there are, there are some shows out there, they'll literally put a five minute song into as their beginning music. But what I've come to find out is like, when I ask people how long, how much of my show have you listened to? Oh, five seconds. I turned it off. I didn't like it. Then you heard nothing. And, and that's usually the standard mm -hmm. by some people. Um, but with there is a way around it. Uh, there are many uh, uh, royalty-free music sites that are out there that you could use that will give you a seven-day free trial. So rob them blind <laughs> uh, because some of the royalty free music could cost a couple hundred dollars and when they give you this free trial it's like take your pick you're limited to like seven a day for the next seven days so just take your pick it, it's there and again join the facebook groups because what happened with me again i me doing this uh being one of the standard faces for four state um is because what happens is you might walk into somebody saying, hey, I'll give you free voiceover work. 
for, for next first 30 people, free voiceover work. And we got, um, he does a lot of radio commercials out of Pittsburgh. Uh, his name is Spike, he goes by Spike Real. And he was like 30, 30 words for free, for the first 30 people, and I lucked into it. And he gave me a minute's worth of content, literally a minute's worth of content that I used for my ending, my um, startup, and one of the things I didn't ask him to do, uh, because we kind of have, we go by the aspect of uh, kind of a quasi-mafia theme, he went, uh, you're listening to the Long Coat Mafia, capiche, in an Italian accent. I was like, dude, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. <laughs> he gave us a minute. That's awesome. So there are a lot of, you get a lot of advice going through um, a few groups and the channels. So. Pass it down well, to, to you guys. pick up where you were talking about with music and everything, what we've been known to do is um, the guy that I host my, my show with, my buddy that I've known for like 10 years or more, he's a guitarist. So he did the opening for our show, and uh, what we've been trying to do is actually find local artists that are just trying to get their music out there. So, uh, you know, we support local artists, and we want to help that. So, I mean, we've had I've reached out to friends that I know that make music and stuff like that, and we'll add them to our episodes and everything to help kind of promote their stuff. and. Uh, from what I understand, it helps and everything. So uh, even if you have like a friend that's willing to kind of help you out with that, that knows his way around a guitar or anything like that, you know, that's also helpful because then not only are you getting your intro or your ending music, but you're supporting somebody and what they do. And to and me, that's just awesome. And if anything, it's like, you know what? I'll give you 10 bucks. Yeah, if anything, yeah. And it's on the cheap. Mm -hmm. And sound, I'll say this, uh, for the opening intro, sound drops can be your friend. Literally, sound drops can be your friend. I we had on our show for the longest, for at least a better part of a year, uh, due to scheduling conflicts, we had a female co-host, and I brought her on. That way, we'd have a, at least a female voice on the show. Uh, and one of the things that she said that I had to use as a sound drop for the longest time, because she was being a little bit sarcastic, was that her view was uh, fake. Uh, gamer girls that you see online that will ha uh, have like a Nintendo controller and like, I really love the Xbox One. And so she's dropped off the aspect of real snob comment, I'm a gamer, I'm wearing a bikini. I'm like, I'm writing down that time code because it's snarky, it's funny, and it kind of works on the same level. So it, I use that, but I've moved on since I've gotten a better voice for the show and again I I've called Spike Reel my voice of God and the, for those who have listened to my show know that I used to listen to Coast to Coast AM and they have their own voice of God which means the person that does their their bumper intros has this deep baritone voice which they nicknamed the voice of God like listen to the coast to, you're listening to the Coast to Coast AM so that's what Spike was to us, our voice. That's why I told my co-host, we have our own voice of God. <laughs> so uh, you got to have fun. That's the main rule for oh, it. absolutely. Pipe in any time, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think that one thing that you have to understand about podcasting is that it, it has to be fun. And uh, with ours, it's uh, I feel like our show's a little bit unique because it, it does deal with such heavy topics like depression and suicide but we also talk about uh, Avengers and Marvel and DC and, and 
we just did all 10 Halloween movies. So, nice. like, you still have that. And say Halloween and there's spurts Smoke. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. You said the magic word. Uh, well, clearly Michael's here. Uh, <laughs> but you just, you have to have fun and you have to understand your audience too. And so uh, I think one thing that I want to ask you guys is uh, the the presence of a, a network. Because um, we've gone through, we're on our second, second network right now. Um, and our spinoff show has a third. So, like, I know a lot of people have this, like, black eye view on networks. Like, do you guys think that networks help or hurt podcasts? Um, me, personally, uh, I got offered uh, a buddy of mine out of Nashville was, in essence, trying to start his own network. He has multiple podcasts already a part of that. And as much as I wanted to join it up, I knew that he went through, when he started up his podcasts, uh, what happened was he went, I'm not going to go into it, but basically he went through a bad breakup with somebody. And that person he was seeing took all his passwords and his website away from, from him. And fearing that happening again, not a, this was not against him at all because he's a great guy and she pretty much deceived him and everything else took him for everything he was worth I went against it just in case something like that happened again and sure enough a couple of months ago something did somebody hacked his site and he has to reboot everything all over again so I worked with him but I don't work part of a network other than the site that I upload to. And I think, well, let me, let me just kind of chime in what you're saying. Like, I think too, like the, the networks, they get kind of get a bad rep and we went through something with our first network that was like that, where like the guy that ran it, like we just, we didn't really see eye to eye anymore. Like it was, it wasn't helping us. It wasn't hurting us, but we kind of backed off and we kind of wanted to develop our own thing in our own voice and we were approached by a guy that I've gotten to know this year out of over the last couple years of our Philly and like we set the ground rules we we're like if we want to be a part of our network if you want if you want us to be a part of your vision your network these are the things that we want to do we keep our RSS feed you know we keep all our passwords like it's uploaded to your site but it's it's not something that you have total control over because at the end of the day like i think that's what a lot of people fear is that that loss of control but if it's with the right people and you know them i feel like it and you kind of like talk about your terms and conditions uh a, a podcasting network can essentially help you uh, but it can also hurt you so it's something that you have to be really careful with yeah you have to ask a lot of questions uh you don't necessarily have to join one um, I could I could try go through the whole meme and go, but it helps. But um, personally, uh, you don't have if if it works for you. What works for us might not work for you, or it might right. work better or worse for you. Right. So it's just our suggestion. For for the most part, I know a lot of people that know web design and could build their own website and have their own RSS feed. Me personally. Uh, like Josh here, Jordan. Jordan. Again, <laughs> new Josh. people. Uh, shorter hair. Shorter hair. Yes, shorter hair. Yes. 
um, we go through a, a net, not so much a network, we upload to a site, a service site. Mm -hmm. uh, I go through Podbean, I know Jordan goes through Podbean. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, there, there's Lisbon, let's see, what other list? My cheat sheet right here, folks. Uh, we go uh, through a one that's not really recognized, but we, we really love them. Um, ours is uh, uh, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, they have great content. Yeah. It's run by uh, the gentleman uh, Jay, I, Jay something, uh, right. but he actually started the U uh, the ESPN network. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's there's like not only that, there's Speaker Blueberry. Some people swear by SoundCloud, but let me put it like this: Podbean oh, and Lisbon are around about ten dollars <laughs> a month. SoundCloud ch charges for unlimited fifteen, and mm -hmm. it seems like every other week I get news in SoundCloud is going out of business so therefore your best option is going through like blog talk radio Libsyn Podbean and Podbean um, can get you from Podbean to Spotify too right yeah. yeah and I would also also say that uh, Spreaker is really good for li the limited time that our, our spinoff show did it mm -hmm. uh, it allowed you to upload directly to uh, it'll uh, right to YouTube. Uh, not only does it get you on Spotify, but if you have like the the premium options, you can go through uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon Alexa, and just uh, pretty much all the standard sites. Past that, it's it's, it's yeah. With I would um, really recommend with Podbean yeah. because um, me and Jordan go through Podbean. I know Podbean. You're able to upload directly to YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, it's easy to connect to Google Play iTunes, uh, you're able to upload, supposedly up to Facebook, I haven't noticed, uh, when I selected Tumblr, mm -hmm. uh, Twitter, plus Spotify, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of it, once you're able to get that RSS feed, any service that's out there that is able to share that RSS feed is able to do so. Besides, with, uh, in regards to like Alexa, uh, the Podbean app is available for Alexa. So Alexa is able to at least play anything that's on Podbean. So, and what I tend to do with my show, speaking of Podbean, I tell everybody, because iTunes can't, tends to be as finicky as a pissed off cat, uh, go straight to our site, use the Podbean app, because it, it tends to be a little bit more reliable. So. Uh, I. I, I, iTunes, I think, is, is like, but iTunes is one of those things that's valuable now. Right. Um, because, like, with the way that other streaming services are, mm. it's really easy to kind of get in, like, lost in the, the white noise almost. Because, essentially, I think one thing that people in podcasting don't understand is that when you start a podcasting, it is like stepping into an ocean. Everyone has a podcast. Pretty much, yeah. and you yeah. have to you have to dignify yourself with what is going to make you stand out. For mm -hmm. us, it was taking pop culture, but providing resources for those people that are struggling with suicide and depression. Mm -hmm. And but iTunes, given the way that their algorithms are written, the more uh, the more that you actually have iTunes reviews, the higher probability of visibility you have. Yeah, right. it, it eventually, what, what he's saying is true. At one point, the reviews mattered. Then they didn't matter. Now they matter again, mm -hmm. which is um, is kind of s silly and stupid, um, and kind of like the three of us have uniquely different names, especially in the the geek culture of podcasting. Because when you type in, you could type in geek into iTunes 
store and you'll have a thousands, thousands of thousands. titles <laughs> with geek in in them so having kind of like a unique title mm-hmm. or a unique title for your show nonetheless uh, kind of helps you stand out and yeah a lot of people have complained about at least my show because it oh you guys sound like you're from that uh that won't trench coat mafia folks i'm like do you even know how to freaking use google <laughs> because you know you look up my show the name of my show me on my show on facebook my show on podbean are the first stuff that comes up google's your friend Mm-hmm. And they don't want to know about it. But Google is really specific too. Like you have to like you have know, to know what like you're looking entire, for. Yeah. Right. So like if I, it, my wife pointed out to us that like the cards that we have out front here, like yeah, they provide. There's resources for suicide prevention on there, mm-hmm. and it says, hey, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, iTunes, and YouTube. But the thing that sucks is that when we made it, we forgot to actually put our website on there. Right. So it's it's one of those things that like. If you just search for the podcast, like mm-hmm. you can find more of the chances. Like if you Google Long Coat Mafia podcast, you'll have iTunes available. You'll have your host site available. Your website. If you search victims and villains, you'll have the same thing. Uh, you'll have events that we've previously done, YouTube channels, stuff along those lines as well. Right. Yeah, that's one thing we forgot to kind of mention. Our stuff information in regards to our shows are down on front of the stage. If you want to pick anything up. Um. Yeah, and whenever you do do like promotional stuff and merch- merchandising, it's good to put that you know what you are. Uh, if you look at our business cards, it does not say anywhere that we're a podcast. So we are a podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't have my cards with me. Our, our my cards look like a cassette tape. Uh, from I I can't tell the ages of the audience, so I'm probably being polite. It looks like something made from KTEL records and tapes. People Literally. are going to be like, what, what is what? this? <laughs> what, what is this? Um, I think I saw this in Guardians. Where's Baby Groot? But it gives our website, you know, our email, and at least my name on it. Mm-hmm. And it kind of says that we are a podcast. But our flyers have well, gone. I think, too, let me interject because, like, the way that we have, like, out here, like, it describes, like, who we are. But if I have, like business affairs like if i want you on my show or i want to interview for a later date it's really important to like have like just a simple business card Mm -hmm. that has your logo maybe a tagline your name and where people can like either call you or email you right Right. and business cards you can find extra it's like checks you can find them uh sites for 500 for 10 bucks Mm -hmm. literally oh yeah uh I have basic uh, single color flyers that I first did up. Uh, I could get a hundred for about thirty bucks. Done. Print it up. Color right now in this area, like the ones that are sitting right there, my color flyers are. I have to wait at least once a year to do it. I have to almost ration them out because they cost fifty cents a piece. To yeah, Uh, I could get it down to thirty-five if I. It's over a hundred and fifty. So, it, it's it's ridiculous, so to speak, <laughs> to put it politely. So, uh, I'm sure there's being polite. Let me put it like this: uh, I'm sure Jordan and Josh could vouch for it. Being polite will go will take you far. 
that's how I got, in essence, in, into the one convention I did a few months ago. Uh, it was that one uh, I told you got you folks out there in regards to the the panels being kind of few poorly done, so to speak. Uh, I emailed and said, "Listen, I, I understand the tables are expensive right now. I can't really do it, but I would love to." cover your show if I can and I explained who we are what are you know what we cover and that it would be great if we were able to cover it. and he emailed me back you got a table you're more than happy to cover it and be here uh, doing interviews and all that so sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't mm -hmm. so you have to kind of uh, ask there are some of the larger shows um, that are out there. I cannot speak for Baltimore Comic Con, but I know Awesome Con kind of uh, baits and switches everybody. They give you false hope because they tell you that, hey, all you have to do to, uh, if you want to cover our show as press, sign up, give us, you know, a couple links, show us what you've done, tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll get back to you. Oh, what? You're not, your name's not Chris Hardwick, or your name's not Joe Rogan, or you're not part of the local TV stations? Bye-bye. Denied. But um, with Otacon, I've covered it with this show, my show, for two years straight. And I'm like, wait a minute, you do guys do realize we badmouth you before? <laughs> because that's what we've done on our first year. We gave you kind of, due to bad experiences, we badmouthed you guys. Now you're letting us cover your show? What's up? <laughs> and they were polite enough to give us a chance for two years in a row. And we, we stepped up. Or in regards to that, they literally changed our mind. So, guys? All in all, just, you know, pick something that you are really passionate about. Like, the reason that me and my buddy talk about this stuff is because this is, we started talking about the stuff the day we met. Like, we met in high school uh, talking about Smallville. And, because uh, oh. we, we, you don't like Smallville? <laughs> uh, we'll I have get into that later. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, All right. Oh. Well, uh, I, I grew up with Smallville. It was kind of my show. So we were talking about, and of course, he's a big Batman fan. I grew up with Superman. And uh, so it was always a nice back and forth. But, you know, uh, we, we were just really passionate about this stuff. And when you, we didn't realize when we started this that, I mean, we're mostly doing it for fun, but it, was a good way, of course, for us to hang out and to actually meet some really awesome people. Like, I met Chris earlier this year. I met Josh just today. And, I mean, they're both awesome. And uh, we've, we weren't, we didn't think we'd be doing any cons or anything for at least a year. Uh, like I said, this is our fourth and just a year. And, uh, I mean, it's been amazing. And, and um, his first panel. Yeah, it's my first panel. So, uh, and it's, it's just been so much fun, and like we, we love what we talk about, and the people we meet, we bring on the show, and they love it, and we just get into these really long conversations that uh, take what could be just like an hour of editing to about three to four. So, but it, I, I honestly love the process. It's, it's fun. Man, your show is like so random. So it, it's it can like, be. Yeah. It starts like right here, and then it slowly goes right here, and then it goes right here, and then it goes right oh, here. We, we right do so here, much jumping right back and forth. Show ADD. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. <laughs> yes. You've heard. I think you've heard my show ADD before, Josh. I mm -hmm. think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, when we started, we tried to like bring in so many topics in at once. We're like, okay, that's so. It's too much jumping around. People are getting confused. We're not giving, you know, what, that subject the attention it deserves. So we're like trying to minimize it and try to do less jumping around. I'm trying to because I, I will admit it's my my buddy is more the one that kind of like will travel like segue here to here and I'm like okay let's try to bring it back a little bit. 
but other than that it's just all in good fun and it's especially when you love what you talk about yeah and i mean like for for us like we were my uh i was i was in conventions before i started podcasting mm-hmm. and like my whole heart behind pod doing conventions starting off was like it was ministry so it was like telling mm-hmm. people about jesus and like loving on them and like telling them that god's not this dude that hates them and says you know i hate facts like that's not that was not his heart and uh, one thing we were finding was that depression and suicide were, like, real in these communities. And so we wanted to be a voice that was going to combat that and tell them, look, you might be, like, struggling, but, hey, there's always hope. There's always something that – there's always a reason to hold on for another day. And when we started, like, we were we were nerd news. like So we, we were a lot like your show. And, like, right. since then, like, we've, we've really honed in on focused on, like – uh, we just this this past week we just did uh, worst video games. Oh, nice! And uh, we also did another episode earlier this week that covered. Uh, I, it's really bad. I can't remember what my what my own show was. But like this month, like we've covered like uh, Halloween, Venom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just like we just focused on like one topic, and that was kind of our our goal. But it was also to like marry that thing with pop culture and connect. A, uh, you know, mental health theme from whatever the source materials that we're covering, and they kind of brought it out everything back. So it feels random at times, but when you're like sitting down and listening to it, everything wraps up really nicely. The thing is, with with ours is at least uh, my show is that we try. I try to educate when possible, meaning that if I'm able to record panels, I'll record a panel. That way, if there's something to be learned, or the audience is able to learn, they'll get something out of it. But there's, in our host-based episodes, it's uh, geek news, nerd news, or something that uh, is related to the gay culture. Uh, I tend to, or I'll brag saying, most, most of what I say is fact. I'll research, I'll know, it's knowledge that I have to share to everybody. But there's always that one third that's complete bull, and I want and I'll I'll purposely I might actually purposely put bull in in there to see all right who's going to call me out on this, and I'm like wait a minute nobody's calling me out I probably said two plus two equals eight, and no one's saying you're all what the heck is it, going I mean on? it might in a parallel universe we don't, <laughs> know that. Yeah. we don't know and part of me is doing that to get kind of a, an audience reaction and uh, interaction from our listeners and it's kind of hard to do because I also have told people I've told these folks at least Jordan that in the area county that I live at I am the most hated podcaster in the county I have um, my local library hates my fat butt the local promotion committee will will cross the street to avoid me because of what I've done because I what happened was I used to record at our local library and because they lost one director that was pretty much selling off all the books in the library she was literally scamming the library for all it's worth and pretty much creating a rift between the library and the community which still in my opinion I'm not going to go into that but I was one of the front runners in reference to getting this director fired 
and telling what the policies that they're still enacting today are wrong because it's still putting that rift between them and the community. That's why I'm hated at the library. And because I tend to promote my show more than our local rinky-dink uh, town promotion committee does, that's why they give me a wide berth because I do everything within, in essence, the law. Meaning if they, this, let me let, let this, um, regards to these two guys. My style is, one, if I could set up at a local park and not bother anybody and promote my show, I'm able to do so. And that's how I set up at local events near where they are, and they hate me for it. So advertising cannot be, can be at a cheap as hell, and I'll do it. I have uh, one friend who runs Podcast Bay. Three years in a row, he had, um, he got sponsorship, he sponsors a demolition car at a local demolition derby. All his podcast is about is helping set up podcasts for businesses. And it, it gets out, $50 is what he spends on each vehicle, a year on each vehicle. That's all. It does not have to be expensive. So, you got to pick and choose. I think, too, <laughs> with advertising, too, uh, social media is a, is a huge component. Absolutely. And, you know, given the way that uh, Facebook re-algorized themselves this beginning of this year, it's really hard for independent creators, whether you're a podcast, a comic creator, or a filmmaker, or even an artist. I, it's it's extremely hard to get reached, but when you have resources out there like Twitter and Facebook groups, and even uh, a buddy of mine from Louisiana, they constantly make sure that they are doing one event a month where they're just getting together and having coffee with their audience, core audience in their own hometown. like. Getting to know your audience is super crucial. Oh, yeah. And when we first started, like, we were going to, like, we, we went everywhere but that. And, like, our main focus for this year has not only been expansion, but it's also been making relationships with local people here mm -hmm. and, and getting to know our audience. I'm not from Hagerstown. I'm from Chambersburg. Um, but this year, like, we've been able to do, like, we did a Waynesboro convention. We... We've, this is the second time we've covered uh, four state comic con we did an event with uh, comics world up in chambersburg and like we've made like really good friends with uh, a, a local artist out of carlisle uh jason so check out necroman it's an amazing book and the thing is um in reference to the event that he did in uh carl uh, where was it that event there was free comic book day right yeah and what happened was they they inadvertently tagged us, uh, my oh. show, and I was like, no, 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 that's Josh from Victims and Villains, but uh, we're happy for the shout-out, nonetheless. Uh, it was just that, you know, I have to, uh, me getting to know fellow creators, that helps. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of people will say, you know, Facebook boost. Nah, nah, that does not work. It doesn't, and, like, it, I learned from, like, firsthand, so, like, one of our original co-hosts, like, I, I run the show by myself now, but, like, one of our original co-hosts, he is an independent folk singer and he did a he did a boost for like five bucks literally all it did when he put out his album was it got him more of a, a chinese audience it was all it appealed to and the thing is for uh for me you know, i did a, a five dollar boost and a ten dollar boost i had it's back when um it was 2016 i had more eyes on it but no clicks 
that's, that's, that's it. I did that earlier this year too with a ten dollar boost. And the thing mm-hmm. was, it, they take it out at the end of the month instead of right then and there. And I was mm-hmm. like, what the hell? You couldn't take it out right away. So it, it and the thing is, uh, I could boost something and it could barely get any views. Well, I, Josh I think, could boost the same. It would be the same po- same wording, same photo, same link. Josh could boost it. It could get one thousand views. He could do it, fifty extra views. I could do it a hundred view- or nothing. That that's how it works. Literally, same exact wording, same mm-hmm. everything down to the T. Same even the same amount of boost. So and two, when you're talking about social media too, another another huge factor is connecting with your audience. So like, we just covered, like I said, we covered all ten Halloween movies, which also included the very controversial, very divisive Rob Zombie reboots. And we like our question was, what are your thoughts about the Rob Zombie remakes? Like, did you like them? Did you hate them? Why? And if you can start a conversation out of that post. It reaches more people. Absolutely, right. like we're about to do this. I, same I, I always tell everybody, if you, what, yeah, whatever you have. Same thing with Venom. <laughs> at the, uh, I should be doing it at the beginning, but I do it at the end of the show. All our shows, it's saying, whatever we said. Here's our uh, our social media. Here's our email. Here's our Twitter. Feel free to contact us and tell us what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, well, right now, since it's getting close, uh, um, questions. From the, if you guys have any questions, feel free to. No questions. Okay, we can ramble on for another couple of minutes. Uh, but uh, like I said, uh, uh, when I give interviews, I have three basic rules. I give tell that person. First rule is language does not matter. Meaning, uh, if they need to curse, rant, rave. They can do so. The only exception is no racial slurs whatsoever. The only exception to that is if it was for educational purposes only, meaning I spoke with, she's here at the show, uh, in reference to being transgender. And in order to help teach uh, the audience about transgender, the, the being an ally, some of the slurs that are tend to be used towards the transgender community had to be said in order to kind of give them less weight. So I had to be devil's advocate in that situation in order to get her point of view out there. The second rule I have is what I tend to call the NDA rule or the non-disclosure rule, which means if I say something that causes that might cause drama, I think you might heard me say that when we did our cro- uh, crossover yeah. at the library. If there's any drama, uh, if I say something that's going to cause drama, let me know right away that we could squash it during, on air. Or if I'm speaking to, like, there's several celebrities here, if they're on a project that they can't really talk about other than they're part of it, it allows them, it's like, I can't really talk about it other than uh, it's coming out soon and that I'm part of it. And the third one is have fun. That, that's it. Have fun. It really is, and getting and real quick with like getting to know your audience and everything. Like I met this guy uh, Ian Wallace from Amalgamania, and uh, actually just this week I was part of their Who Dares Wins uh, show that they have going on and everything. Yeah, Yeah, and it's so much fun. So you really get to know all these other people and find out that they're doing their own thing, 
And then you get to be part of that. And not only are you helping promote their stuff, but they're helping promote you. So it's a lot of, you know, back and forth. And it, it is very helpful to especially get to know your audience. And a huge part of it, like being a, being a podcaster is, at least, at least in my opinion, is you want to, community is a, a huge part. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, you know, like Jordan and I, we, we, we just met face to face today, but like we were talking for like three or four hours last night about yeah. just like, random stuff like random stuff like it's just getting to know your audience and like building those relationships Mm -hmm. but building them with the intent to actually know that person Mm -hmm. and not just to say i want to work together like how can i get what can i get out of this Mm -hmm. uh you want to be you want to be genuine like Mm -hmm. i'm working on an independent comic project right now and it started out as a joke on our show on air and it developed into something serious and it was all because I got to know the publisher beforehand mm-hmm. and I called him a friend before I got to call him boss. And the thing is, what, what I'm trying to do that myself. I made, um, I had a guest on, but to back up, I was, I was doing a crossover with somebody and we made a passing remark that in regards to uh, bronies and, and the My Little Pony fandom and three weeks later, I had a guest. He wanted to be on the show, talk about wrestling, and talk about uh, being a, an artist himself. And he said, I have something for you. And he pulls out, he said, I got two gifts for you. And he pulls out a, a metal 20 sided Dungeons and Dragons dice. And he said, I have a second little gift for you. And he, it's my little way of getting vengeance on your brony remark. And it's a My Little Pony Dungeons and Dragons. Type of role-playing book. Yeah. He said, <laughs> he said we're going to play this one of these days. <laughs> and I have to get in touch with him one of these days to to actually do that. It might actually become an episode uh, to find out how to play it, how to set it up, and everything else. It, it was a, a gag gift, and I took it on the chin, and it was laughs all around. It's like, all right, you got me, you got me. I can I can I be a part of that? Yeah, of course. We're gonna wrap it up with social yeah, media. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. So, um, we'll probably have another group in. I don't know who's next. I think so, it's cosplays next. Yeah, I think, I think they cosplay. got cosplays going on. Also, if anything, I might let. I'll a- have to get it with them. See if I can let this thing run through. I'll just chop it up and give it to you guys. Word, and, word. That sounds um, good. Yeah, overall, guys, just. You know, have have fun with it. Definitely do your research. Right. Definitely do have, your research. Do your research. Um, pod, um, the podcast groups on Facebook are your friends. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Podcast Discovery Center, podcasts we listen to, uh, DC podcasts. Uh, there, there are a bunch out there. I personally recommend podcasts we listen to, and um, Podcast Discovery Center because they were there are a bunch of great people there, mm-hmm. and they will at they will literally give you a crap ton of uh, resources. Uh, my cheat sheet today came from Podcast Discovery Center from their uh, Google Documents. It was just something that I printed up offhand. That way I had something more reliable to tell all of you instead of uh, personal anecdotes. So. We appreciate you guys coming to yeah, yeah. coming to Florida State. Yeah, absolutely. Else, so we hope yeah. you have a wonderful day. Uh, again, these guys have flyers down there. I've got business cards. And, uh, so, so uh, just to kind of wrap up on a, I guess 
awkward transition note. <laughs> uh, oh, that's our bread and butter right here. Oh, yeah. Uh, but if you guys are in this room right now, I know, like, know there's like a crap ton of cosplayers over there, and you guys are waiting for the cosplayer, the costume contest. Uh, our, our actually, if you guys are in this right now, this room, and you or someone you know is struggling with suicide, addiction, self-harm, or depression, I actually brought resources with me. They're up the back of the stage with these guys. Uh, that's the whole reason we push out the content that we do, so that yeah. you guys can know and, that and there if is If you hope. are, get help. Get help. Please do. Uh, take a flyer. Take a flyer. I, we can't urge that. I can't ur urge that enough, so I, I, I will commend uh, Josh before, and Victims and Villains for what they do so, and, and the message that they try to put out, so uh, I will never knock them for that. So, And thank for... Um, Thank all of you for coming and mm -hmm. take care. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and that was the panel. I hope all of you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, comments, or anything else, please send them our way at longcoatmafia at gmail.com. So there's that. And what I want to first get out and relates to four state comic-con uh even though we have two more panels from paracon left i'm going to save them until uh a little bit later uh to share with all of you but what i want to tell you about four state comic-con is thus we have a lot of content stemming from four state so next week we'll be i'll probably be doing a interview panel interview panel sort of deal uh because I have three interviews I want to share with you, and I think like three more panels I also want to share with you. Uh, so we're going to do it kind of that way. And the first interview we're going to bring to all of you is that the one we did with Monique Dupree. There was a lot of stuff. It was a wonderful interview. So she's going to be uh, next up. She's in the batter's box, so to speak, to use a sports reference to uh, with that interview. Uh, so that's that. And the news I wanted to get out that has come across our desk that's fresh in my mind. And I wanted to tell all of you before we close out the show. And that is two bits of drama happened today, Saturday, October. Let's see. What is today? Uh, 27th. That's right. About four days before Halloween, we there was a lot of kind of drama happening, and it, both of them kind of uh, relates to horror shows. Once one near, obviously relatively near me, but it's in the north northeastern part of the United States. Another one in the southeastern part of the United States, in in Florida. Uh, the one that's near me is in Jersey. So let's start with uh, the aspect of what's been happening in Florida. Uh, what has been happening is that. Uh, there was Spooky Empire, and a lot of stuff has been going down. From what was told by me is that it was a Funko Pop issue. That's right. Uh, they had their own limited edition uh, convention exclusive. It was a, uh, I should say, an um, Elvira limited edition uh, uh, con exclusive. Now, from when I asked what was going on, and my sources said that they were supposed to be there like Friday night by 5 p.m. and they didn't show up until like midnight so people weren't getting them until like today or something like that uh and now let me just say these or to say let me say this is that these uh, the Funko Pop that I seen referenced uh 
and brought up. Somebody did a, uh, another uh, source that is kind of, I don't want to say close to the show, but that I kind of used. He shared a link of what he kind of found. He said, can you believe this? And it's one of the Funko Pops, unsigned, from Spooky Empire. And that pop, unsigned, unopened, still in box, was going for over $515. That's right, $515 for one pop out of uh, Spooky Empire, I think is either Tampa or Orlando, and, ooh, weird light, um, but, uh, let me just say, it was the, you know, just five, that's a lot of money for a Funko Pop, now, he shared, later that day, he found another eBay auction, and that one was for eight, over $800 for a signed Elvira Funko Pop from the show, uh, Eight hundred dollars. Oh, that's almost a thousand dollars for a Funko Pop. Can you believe that? Would you buy a Funko Pop that is a convention exclusive? No matter what, whether it's uh, a Wizard World exclusive, a San Diego exclusive, a uh, a Spooky Empire exclusive, would you buy one off of eBay for over five hundred dollars? Let us know by sending us an email at longcoatmafia@gmail.com. Now the other, other instance that happened today that I just found out, found out, and that is coming from, let me bring it up, folks, it is, should be real quick, because uh, it is automatically up on my phone, and that is, Chiller Theater out in New Jersey had a situation today, or at least that was coming out today, and the news article states that, now this is an appended source, it came out today, earlier today, and is that uh, there was a either a bomb threat or a gas leak that came out of uh, Chiller Theater. And because it kind of says through uh, several uh, different sources, because no one really knows uh, what exactly happened, just that the hotel where it's located or the f facility that it's located in was cleared out and the people that were there were told that they couldn't be anywhere closer than 100 feet from the location. It is, uh, it says, bomb threats are no joke, and an autograph show is in extremely complex events to stage with fans coming from around the country and celebrities as well. Um, so it, it was kind of uh, both. It says, uh, uh, one, I think it's a either a Instagram or a uh, Facebook post. It said, Me and Carmel Lecture chilling at the Chiller Theater signing. The event was evacuated because of a gas leak and a bomb threat. I guess it was both. But we're still in good spirits. Thanks, everybody, for coming out to see us. Too bad it was cut short. Wow, so I guess it was cut, shit, uh, cut short. So I hope they're going to be there tomorrow. These events are usually two to three days. Uh, some last three days, some last two days. Oh, wow. I, I mean, this is stupid. You know, folks, please, with all the craziness that's been happening in the news and all that, please, these are, are fun events. Why must you be the the, the freaking uh, negative Nancy, so to speak, the total asshole that has to ruin events like this? Yeah, gas, uh, gas leaks are, uh, are bad, and they have to be controlled, and people got to be evacuated so uh everybody's safe and sound we want you folks to be safe and sound uh, matt burns from four state comic-con will tell you the 
the first and foremost that he, foremost that he's concerned with in regards to the show and his crew is concerned with in regards to the show is your safety. They want you to be safe. If that means cutting the show short, yeah, it, he's going to be pissed that he's going to be out a bunch of money because the show is cut short for the day. But uh, I'm sure he'll make things right for the next day if folks want to come back out if they're missed out. But he, his thoughts are, we'd rather you, the fans, be safe. So, uh, I hope everybody's okay. All the news that's been coming out right now is okay. Uh, and as per the Funko Pop issue, like I said, that was a uh, shipping error, an error that... Um, from what one my my one source said that it was delivered to one location by I guess five from what he heard, but it was the wrong location. It took them a couple hours to sort things out to find out where everything was, and a lot of people were were freaking pissed. Uh, so, but that doesn't seem that bad uh, as much as you know a bomb threat slash gas leak at a a different location. Uh, again, there are a lot of sickos uh, out there in the world that just want, for whatever reason, to make people be miserable. Uh, uh, f you know, if you're one of those people that want to make people miserable, fuck you. I'll say that right here now. Uh, you, sh you shouldn't be making people miserable. Uh, the conventions like Four State, Chill Theater, and Spooky Empire are places to have fun, uh, mingle, and for a lot of people kind of shed the social anxiety for a little while and have a good time and have their spirits raised and and that that whole aspect so i'm going to kind of leave it at that we're a little bit over the hour mark and let me just say this if you have any questions comments or smart remarks even though we'll try uh if more information comes out uh, i don't see any updates on this um but uh the like i said uh there, there has been no updates in this, but let me just say this. If you have any questions, comments, or, or remarks in regards to any of these events, or fill us into uh, fill us in with more details, uh, please uh, let us know uh, by emailing us at longcoatmafia at gmail.com, or you can leave us a message on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash thelongcoatmafiapodcast. Uh, or you can send us a direct message on Twitter, or just uh, send us a tweet on Twitter. Uh, our t handle there is longcoatmafia. Our Instagram uh, handle is Long Coat Mafia, so you could stalk us, stalk us on social media, Twitter and Instagram by clicking that like and or follow button, uh, and you could DM us on um, Twitter. I mean uh, Instagram as well. Um, sorry, it's the cold messing my head. I got to focus a little bit more. Uh, we do have a YouTube channel, so stay tuned. To, uh, both uh, I tell as I tell everybody every week stay tuned to both our YouTube channel by hitting that subscribe uh, you got to do a search for us on YouTube but click that sub subscribe button because um, we do tend to put exclusive videos on YouTube um, and as well as we put exclusive videos on Facebook hopefully because we do have a uh, rundown stripped uh, a video editing software on her on our phone that we're currently use because we are on borrowed equipment for the time being. 
again, special thanks to Big Candy and his family for loaning us this laptop so we can continue bringing all of you some great content. So if you wish to donate to the show to help keep the lights on and get us better equipment, you can do so by going to GoFundMe.com slash Help the Long Coat Mafia Podcast and donating a, a few bucks. And every dollar helps. It'll keep the lights on. It'll help us get new equipment for the show and better equipment. Uh, so please do so. And all receipts and uh, unboxings will happen to show you where the money is going. And so you don't have to worry about it. So please uh, support us uh, as a independent podcaster or podcast because we do not make money off this show in any way, shape, or form. So enough of me plugging my stuff uh well i am forgetting something i don't know what it is uh so i'm just going to leave it at that stay tuned to next week for our monique dupree episode and it's going to be great she has a lot of stuff to say about what she does being an actress a wrestler a model uh everything so it, it was a fun interview it was very informative so stay tuned with us and peace. It's a Lanco Mafia podcast! You screaming up! You're listening to the Long Coat Mafia. Capish. Welcome back, everybody. I hope you've been enjoying, or I should say, how should I put this? I hope you enjoyed not just the panel, but this journey down. Memory Lane, like the other bonus episodes we've been putting out as well. Uh, Again, special thanks to Josh from Victims and Villains and Jordan from Not So Super Dudes. Uh, Both have been, I think, I know Josh has been kicking it with his podcast. I'm not sure about Jordan with Not So Super Dudes, uh, but still, I hope he's been kicking it with his show. I know he has some stuff going on in his life. Uh, but still, uh, it's happy to, I'm happy to have shared this episode so you guys out there know how, not just how we got started, what goes into a pod, making a podcast, but how Josh and Jordan went about going through that similar process. Maybe we could do something again with another similar panel later this week, but still, who knows how things are going to fall later this week with a, uh, the these bonus episodes, I know uh, tomorrow or within either tomorrow or the next day, we'll be recording a main episode. So stay, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, also, again, I've been pushing our GoFundMe. All the links are going to be down in the description down below uh, to help us offset costs in regards to uh, everything. Uh, it, we are a very tiny podcast. Uh, having stuff like GoFundMe uh, is something that uh, one of the few things that we could have money right now to do uh, because we're so small, even though we do have a partnership with W Energy. Uh, if you do want to go that route, um, you're more than welcome to visit uh, W Energy at their website, which is W.GG. And when you make a purchase there, no matter what it is, use our code LCM Podcast for 10% off. And 
by buying from them, you're helping us. Uh, but if you find what they offer too expensive, we have that GoFundMe. Link to our GoFundMe is in the description. If you want to donate a dollar or two uh, or five dollars, that's that's cool with us. Every dollar helps and will go towards um, uh, putting it towards new or newish equipment. Uh, if that dollar or five dollars or two dollars is too expensive, we understand. We get you. Uh, it Especially with a lot of folks out there, that money can go to, towards food, clothing, uh, gas. Uh, sharing this episode helps. Uh, listening to this episode helps. Uh, subscribing helps. All that does help us. So please do that if you can. At least share, help, and listen to us. All that helps. And uh, all our social media is in the description. So you can find us there uh, all our social media. Our email, is, as always, is longcoatmafia at gmail.com. And you heard a lot of our uh, social media stuff in the uh, retros- the bonus stuff that you heard earlier. So either way, take care. I'm out of here. See you next ep- episode. Peace. You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia podcast, the Internet's most hated and mafia-themed Geek Podcast.